I speak to you this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> For the past uh, couple of weeks, I have been enjoying watching college basketball. Uh, I've been watching more and more since they're getting closer to the NCAA tournament, and uh, there are some teams that I like to watch better than others, but I'm pretty interested in all of them. Uh, last night, uh, Duke played University of North Carolina. It was a great game. My wife kind of half watched it with me. She was in the kitchen, and uh, when it ended, Belmont came on, and that was Belmont was where my wife tapped out of college basketball. Uh, there is a young man uh, from Wofford College, where our girls go to school, named Fletcher McGee, and he is. Uh, getting really close to breaking the record for most three-pointers in the history of the NCAA. He's got 15 more three-pointers to do that. He's a senior, and they're in the, the Southern Conference Tournament, and uh, he has a chance to become the leading three-point shooter in the history of college basketball, and he plays at little old Wofford, and it's pretty, pretty exciting. Wofford's currently ranked 22 uh, in the country, which is a neat thing, a neat thing. But anyway, as I was thinking about college basketball and thinking about Fletcher McGee and thinking about all of these athletes, uh, one of the things that struck me about college sports, particularly Division I college sports, is the overwhelming amount of preparation that these athletes put in in order to compete at this level. Years of training, years of preparation, from uh, literally for some of them from morning until night. Uh, I remember the story of my favorite basketball player of all time. He's before a lot of y'all's time, but Larry Bird, when he first uh, got drafted and moved to Boston to play for the Boston Celtics, the very first thing he did when he got there was he got a key uh, to the gym. And uh, the story goes that he was the first one there before the trainers, before anyone, he literally got there first thing in the morning and turned on the lights and he was the last one to leave at night literally practicing for hours shooting after practice was over with so training and preparation years and years of training and preparation uh, today is the first Sunday of the season of Lent and Lent is all about preparation and friends preparation is hard work uh, preparation requires dedication, preparation requires discipline, and preparation requires sacrifice. And those are three things that are hard for us, dedication, discipline, and sacrifice. Today's gospel lesson, the temptation of Jesus, is about preparation as well. Look at it with me, if you will, which Kate just read to us, our gospel lesson. In today's gospel, Jesus is actually being prepared to begin his public ministry. The temptation of Jesus, his 40-day trial before Satan, this was an important part of his preparation. It's important for us to remember that Jesus was fully God and fully man at the same time. He was fully tempted as we are, as you and I are, and yet he did not sin. Friends, as fully man, Jesus wrestled with the temptations Satan put before him, food, power, and 
the temptation to test God. As fully God, the living word made flesh to come and live among us, Jesus turned to the scripture <laughs> as a defense against these temptations of Satan. First, when he was tempted by food, he had been without food for 40 days and Satan says to him, turn this stone into a loaf of bread. And Jesus goes to the scriptures. He goes to Deuteronomy and he says, man does not live by bread alone. The rest of that verse is man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Jesus uses these words specifically and the word of Holy Scripture as his defense against the first of the three temptations. Second, Jesus is tempted by power and greed. The devil takes him up to a place and shows him all the kingdoms of the world. And he says to you, I will give their glory and all this authority if you worship me. Again, Jesus goes to Deuteronomy and he says, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. This harkens back to the first commandment. When Moses comes down from Mount Sinai, the first of the Ten Commandments, you shall have no other gods but me in Exodus 20. Third, Jesus is tempted to test God. The devil takes him to Jerusalem and places him on the pinnacle of the temple and says, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to protect you. And on their hands, they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Even Satan himself uses scripture itself to tempt Jesus. This is from Psalm 91. And again, Jesus goes back to Deuteronomy and says, do not put your Lord God to the test. Again, quoting scripture against the temptations that Satan is placing before him. This all happened, these 40 days, these temptations of Satan, these all happened immediately after his baptism. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, and this is a critical part of Jesus' preparation for his ministry. Friends, before he begins to preach and teach, before he begins to go out and heal and do miracles, he undergoes much preparation. He grows up learning in the synagogue. He's baptized by John in the River Jordan. And finally, he is tempted by Satan as a final means of preparation for his public ministry. And preparation, friends, is hard work. During this season of Lent, we are called as the people of God to be about the work of preparation, both as a church and individually, and preparation is hard work. If we look at our personal and professional lives, we have to prepare every day for things. Preparation is critical. It doesn't matter who we are or what we do. Whether you're in business, whether you're a teacher, a doctor, a lawyer, an Indian chief, everyone needs to prepare. Seminary was a hard time for me. It was the only time in my adult life that I was outside of active parish ministry full time and it was hard to be away from the church, away from the fabric of the church, the weekly routine 
of the church. I remember one of my seminary professors told me, and it made sense to me, he said, Ken, studying and preparing is your ministry now. This is what you're called to do. You're called to prepare now for what you're going to be doing later, which is different. I believed him and knew that he was right, but it didn't make it any easier. But why should our spiritual life be any different? Preparation is critical. Preparation for work or preparation for ministry is an important part of the work. So what are we doing is the question for us during this season of Lent. What are we doing to prepare ourselves? Are we being faithful in our study of Scripture? Are we being faithful in our attendance of worship? You all are batting a thousand. It's the first Sunday of Lent. For the season of Lent, you're currently one for one. Well done. (laughs) Are we being good stewards of all that God has entrusted us with? Our time, our talent, our treasure. Preparation matters. Uh, For those of you who may have missed Ash Wednesday services this past week, or as a reminder... Uh, For those who were there, look at page 265, if you will, in the Red Book of Common Prayer. Page 265 It's the proper liturgy for Ash Wednesday. And I think it speaks specifically to this idea of preparation. It's in that middle paragraph on 265. The priest invites the congregation to the observance of a Holy Lent and points out some specific parts of what that preparation looks like during the season of Lent. It is a season, the priest says, set apart for self-examination and repentance, a time for prayer, fasting, and self-denial, a time set apart to rededicate ourselves to reading and meditating on God's holy word. All of these are part of our preparation. Friends, Lent is a season of preparations, a time set apart to examine ourselves and examine our lives, to ask the Father to help us to turn away from those behaviors and those things in our lives which keep us separate from God and separate from each other, those things which ultimately keep us from being who God created us to be. Friends, it is the season of Lent. We are called, beckoned by God, to spend time in prayer and in God's word daily, seeking his favor and his will for our lives and allowing the Holy Spirit to prepare us. That is what this season of Lent is all about. My prayer for you and for me is that we might indeed invite the Holy Spirit into the world, into our church, and into our lives to fully and faithfully prepare us for Christ's sacrifice for us on the cross on Good Friday and for his glorious resurrection on Easter Sunday. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.